0: You ready? A guten Oh, Avi! Surprise, surprise. Shalom Aleichem Avi Mandelbel. All the way from, that's why he's not on Zoom today. If you're wondering, how come the top left corner? In honor, today's share is being sponsored. In honor, Sima Basr Shmuel on the occasion of her birthday. I love this one. This is a, a birthday and in honor of Eshes Chayel. It's We're grateful to Akish for giving her a refuah shleima from COVID nineteen. May Mom and Dad, an active MDY Daf participant, be many more years of Dafim together. Be gezunt. Amen. From her children, Zamor Muncy, Kaufman, Yerushalayim, Cantors Clifton. And in honor of my Isha's on our 17th anniversary. So it should become a uh, standard. Honoring wives, very good. People are picking it up. From Avrom M. Farkovich. Farkovic, Farkovic. All right, Ishkoyach. This I should have read yesterday. What is this? Today's share is sponsored in honor of Lirifus Yecheskel Ben Leo. Okay, another four. Thank you for the nice compliments when you announced my thirty-nine melacha video last time. This comes from a Rebbe Choshev Hadras from Houston, Texas, Eliezer Kessler. So he had a very nice video that he made. I mentioned it. This um, this one that he sent me, I couldn't get onto. We're about to begin Perikah Eireg. I wanted to once again share the video so that people could understand the process better. Here's the link. If you have the link, the loom begins at minute 18. My wife was inspired by the dafi, by the of the daf yoymi. Our Rav spoke about learning every day and making kfir. She decided she's going to learn Tanakh yoimi, learning eight to ten psukim a day. She then sends out a five-minute WhatsApp audio few nice things on those psukim. She's about, she has about 200 listeners. As you can imagine, listen, you just have to advertise on Yeshiva World News, to get up to 15,000. It's not a problem. As you can imagine, it takes hours and hours of work, I can imagine. They hope to finish in seven years with the Yoymi. <laughs> He's loving it. This Sunday, they're making a siyum on Sefer Bereshis. That was yesterday. So mazel tov on the seum of Sefer Bereshis. She plans on quoting you that the main thing is the Yoymi. Please wish her in her habura mazel tov as she's an avid listener of the emails. <laughs> I love the email listeners. They pad those numbers. You go onto YouTube, it says 400. It's really 200 plus 200. Just listen to the emails. While I'm writing... No, those are not the real numbers. Don't get nervous. We have... Uh, it's about 2,500 today. While I'm writing... By the way, there's 100 on YouTube that don't come up because we have a different... It's two YouTubes. The first two hours it's one. About 100 people. Then when you race that... Put on another link. While I'm writing, I want to apologize for the Musr I gave. Okay, fine. That's not Nugeya. Vaiter. He gave me Musr. I have no idea what he's talking about. But I'm Moichel, you a thousand percent. Oh, that I shouldn't take a vacation? That was a joke. That was a Musr. Of course, I don't take vacations. Okay. Anyways, we'll read all these at different times. We are holding on Dav. Today's Dav. Kuvches. Kuvzainam. Beis all the way in the bottom. Omar, mar, bar, oh, well, you gotta fasten your seatbelts because there's a lot of words here, just to say it. I'm thinking about like, I think we should probably start the year. To... <laughs> here, face that camera so that the people on Zoom see what's going on. All right, way to start off the share, I guess. We need some sort of de Dichusa. Get in the mood. Great. Listen, she's, a, she's the wife of a Rebbe, Chosheva guy. You should see the video. Period. The whole A person dislocated the fetus with, inside the animal. And because of that, the animal miscarried. A live animal. Chayav. My time Orova Baram Dori Asburli, Dori explained it to me. Lav Omaravsheshis, Hai manda talash Kishuso me vihige. not exactly sure what it is, something like this. these are the hops, and these are the uh, what do they call them in um, the bramble, so the hops and the bramble, Kihuuf they, hismi, they sort of grow within each other, but not from the ground, so if you I love when people send me, like two days later, after the shears, way over. A guy sent me yesterday. It was great. I watched it. It was amazing from Dafa Jaimi. Uh, There's a beautiful explanation of Bhattanir and ve'echad Benir, like the two and the one. What was the one? I know the two. I didn't understand the one, and the beautiful video explained, but it was two days late. Somebody's going to send me tomorrow. Shusa a means this and this. Fine. But anyways, this is just again, for entertainment purposes. Some, two things that are growing together, and you, you grab one off the other, you take the, the hops, you, know, you make beer out of this stuff, right? You take the hops off the berries, now you're, medalli, you're, you're Even though it's not attached to the ground, these hops, they're just growing like a, like a mushroom grows on a, on a tree. The, these hops grow on these berries and you pull them off. It's This is the natural way that they grow, as i is going to explain soon. Now, typically, Oikir Dovar Migeduloi would be kaitzer, toilash, that kind of thing. So that's, I've seen even someone say that you chayev because of goizes. Yaakov, come on in. Shkoyach for coming again. Goizes, sharing. Amar Abaya, high man the toilash. Pitro, me uno the chatzba, take off a uh, some sort of mushroom, a fungus. May uno from the handle of a pail, of a pitcher. Again, uh, the, the, the mushroom is not growing, it doesn't have roots, it's not in the ground, but it grows on top of this thing. It's mildew, fungus, whatever it is. You're removing it from where it grows. If you remove a fruit from a a pot that has holes in it. Perforated pot, chayev. V'she'eni nakov, potter. In other words, you are potter. Why are you potter? You had a whole sugebelot. It. It's nakov. You're potter because it's not attached to the ground. So you see that it has to be attached to the ground. So if you remove a mushroom, you're chayav. It's not attached to the ground. How if you remove an animal from the stomach? Chayev. It's not attached to the ground. It all depends on what the natural way of it growing is. It's not natural for an orange tree to grow in a pot, therefore you're not chayev. But it's natural for fungus to grow on a handle. It's natural for an animal to grow in a stomach or for these hops to grow on these brambles. Chayev Now, up until now, we discussed the whole sugi yesterday about the Shemayin rotzim. Do they have skin? Do they have thick skin? They have thick skin, certainly for Shabbos. Rabbanu agreed on Shabbos. Maybe on, on, for Tuma, they don't have thick skin. Now we're discussing Chayav Oiv. Omer Av Huna. You could write Tefillin on chicken skin. Omer Yosef. This layer. You want to. The Chiddush is that it's considered considered hide. It's considered leather that you can write. It's cloth. Tanina, we learned this. If you, as we had yesterday, how do you do Chabala? How do you do? It's Rish obviously, that's why we're getting treats. Rish treats. It's your fault, Avi. There should have been like real treats here. He says it's your fault. Okay, I know. (laughs) I don't want you to run. Bruising. How do you bruise? We said, obviously, the the blood cannot come out of the skin, blood comes out of the skin, 100% awesome in their eyes, so that's, that is uh which is, it's the which is shoichet. So we're talking about that the blood goes between the skin and the flesh, but that you have to have skin for that, you have to have thick skin. And we said that if you're on a bird, chayov, so obviously they have skin. No, there's a big khidosh here. have is nikve Explains Rashi since a bird has feathers, so it has a lot of holes, perforated skin. You look at its skin, you see like little holes in it. So a thing, you can't write tilin on it. Any hole, like the, the, the surface just goes over it easily and he, he doesn't notice it, there's no big bump. It's not considered a hole. And that's the cheddar. I can write on chicken skin even though it has a bunch of holes. It says when you say the, the, the bird, he rips it open. The of lahachshir is You have rabbis. I have lahachshir. What do you guys have? Lahachshir. Your gemara. Bye bye. Shinantam. You got to throw it out. It's missing a whole word. Listen. Yudashi d'asa. Nachman. You're missing one word. You're not good. But the word is lahachshir. It has to be lahachshir because it's in his gemara. It's all so our Gemara again. Says, says he, he must win. No, then, no, no, no. What? Okay. But anyways, you should say the is just in case it's, we're right, and you're not to the, the, the whole shas. The whole are <laughs> fine. That what? That you you take this skin of the Ayla, you put it on the mezbeach. <inaudible> if it's skin, if it's real hide, hechemar belekra. <inaudible> Uh, a regular oiler, an animal you have to take off the skin you don't put it on the mizbeach. sizgumaram alabaya rabbi what's the kasha <laughs> yes an animal you don't put the skin on the on the misbah but this you do well, it's not a big ray some say the opposite a different She's bikhnafov the rabbis are that you maker the the skin ya misbah shleima or who hired the it makes a lot of sense if it's considered skin, that's why I need a pasuk like Mila. It makes sense that if this thing should typically be usr, that's why the pasuk says it's not. But if it's not considered skin, why does the Torah have to come and tell you? Oh, you should put the skin on the mizbech. It's really not skin. The the chicken skin, the, the, not the chicken, skin, the, the, the the bird skin has small holes in it. So it's disgusting, and a disgusting thing you don't put on the Mizbeach. Komash malon, that you do. Take a piece of salmon, take the skin, and write a beautiful parcel of tefillin for your son for his bar mitzvah. Let come and tell us. Until then, oh, I get a treat too. Beautiful. Look, Raboy side does not stamp. Or it's a chocolates, it milk. Like, ah. Says the Gemara. My uh, points out. Wow. Well, this is not the first time. Points out Rashi. Who is that? Yeah, you, you were saying the other day. Well, wow. You're not, you're not paying attention, Yeshua. So, I'm means, says Rashi, Eliyahu Novi cannot change a halacha. He can't come and say, oh, this is a halacha. He could tell us a fact. He could tell us something. What could he tell us? Whether the height of a, a, a fish is considered skin. You Just look at it. You see, it's a nice piece of skin. Yes. If you have a corpse in a room, it makes tumma, this tuma to anything else in the room. Now if you have a mechitza, it provides protection from the tuma. So we say, now if it's part of the fish, a fish, you take a, a salmon, put it in front of something, that something becomes tummy, the fish doesn't protect anything. If it's a piece of hide, it's a piece of skin, it's a wall. So if it's part of the fish, it's not going to provide a mechitza. But the fact that you're telling me that it provides a mechitza, that's telling me that it's separate of the fish and it's a piece of skin. So maybe you filling on it. Eloh, so it can't be that. So that we know already. We know that halach. We don't need Eliyahu, nobi for that. Eloh, im Eliyahu, zuam He'll tell us whether the, the smell, the stench, goes away. The Ran says, because it doesn't make sense either. So you check. You need Eliyahu, nobody for that. You, you, every day you'll go and take a look and says the Gemara, says the Ran, it means a ruchni stench, a zuama, like a tumma kind of thing. That, does that go away? And that I'll, I'll, I'll can come and tell you. This is one of the saddest stories in Shas, for Boi's Shmuel and Karno sitting around, they were, they were walking by the, by the bank of Nahar the Euphrates. Shmuel notices that the water of the river is coming upwards and that it's dark in color, it's it's not not clear. (laughs) I'm telling you, this means that a Godel is coming from Eretz Yisrael. But he has a problem, he's sick. Shmuel's a doctor. So he starts thinking about how he's going to heal this gadol. He says, Rashi, that the water was rising so that this gadol, who's relieving himself over the boat, should have a mechitza, should have protection for tznias. Zil teheylei Akamkane. So he tells Karno, go smell him out. I want you to tell me, is he a true gadol? <laughs> Karno was a professional wine smeller. So he just used it as a Lashon. I want you to go figure out what's going on here. Who's this guy? Is he a real Godel or not? And my aunt is something khashev. Says the Gemara, Ozal No other than Rav. This is the great Rav that he met. In fact, it was a big Godel. And that's not a Godel. Go ahead, Rav. So he starts fehering him. Karna starts fehering Rav. Now at this point, Rav doesn't know he's in a feher. He thinks, a chash guy, is asking him, Shiloh, how do you know that you can't write tefillin? How do you know that you only write tefillin on a kosher animal? Only something that you're allowed to eat. Physically, could you write the tefillin on? Red like dam. So dam is red. All the colors are neither red. Rashi points out there's one color black, but that means it was red that used to be black. It, it was bl- the black used to be red, it's Niscalto. How do you know you do Mila where we do Mila today? It could be other places of the body. It says by fruit, It also says Arla. Talking about something that's part of Arabah, and that's where the Mila is. It is? Uh, yeah, a person takes from you. I'm, I get credit for that? What's that group? get credit for that person who's teaching every day. Uh, soaking. Halavai, halavai. Halavai, from your <laughs> mouth, from your mouth. Halavai. 100%. <laughs> she was but not, not, to take, not to take away I from her, so not know. But she got from her, so she starts to preach from what you do. Okay, shkoyach. Uh, Afkhaan dover shoisipri, shkoyach. Put it in the email, please. <laughs> no, I want to read it. In the <laughs> Aim Aliboy from all the way from Bitchemish Vivim 14. Aim interesting question. And this is where Rav starts picking up that there's some funny business going on here. Aim Aliboy, maybe you should open up the baby's chest when he's eight days old, take a piece of his heart out, and then put it back. It doesn't mean literally that, maybe it means you know a little of the skin over here or something. Look, it says in the passage, It postage, you should, you should remove the arla of the heart. This makes a little bit more sense. Maybe from the ear. So he tells him very nicely. It says, Arla soy. Arla soy doesn't need any extension. Doesn't need any explanation. Arla His arla. Which arla? I don't know. But arla soey, The entire arla. When you say arla our last always goes with another word. Our last, levavai. Our last, oznai. Our But that itself is not enough to explain what's going on here. So it doesn't make sense to learn it out from a word that's only half explanation. I like the word, our which explains it all. It's not a complete word, it's not a complete understanding. It comes with another word. Rav asks him, what's your name? Big mistake. He answered him. He said, Karna. You should have a horn that grows out of your eye, just like your name. soif. And in fact, that's what happened. He had a cataract in his eye. And we had it a few times that the name is Goyrim. It was another, like, I don't remember exactly where it was. It's like, what's your name? Shalom, oh, nah, nah, nah. then it should be this and that. Based on the name, they said. It was a woman in the shirts. There was a woman in the shirts, but, uh, Yeah. Oh, very good, very good. What's your name? And she said, Mason. And then he had to pay 200 because he ripped her, that was the lady, he ripped her head, I think. Covering up, oh, very good, yeah. Wow, both on this side, two of them, she. But it's, yeah, we had a few times also with the man somewhere. I don't know. Anyways, the Zikar. Gotta do more Khazars. And uh, we all know Rabkhan Kanevsky holds that the name Shira, Shira is uh, Shmukhagaram. He does not like that name. My cousin is Shira, and uh, my neighbor is Shira. Yeah, anyway. It was Shmuel that cursed him over there. Wow. Yeah. Na, Menachem says that in Baba Basra. I thought that was Rav. Okay, very good. If that's the case, he says that Shmuel also cursed Karna. Yeah, I remember when we were learning Baba Basra, we had the child when he got cursed twice from the same <laughs> eye. His two eyes had uh, had a cataracts. He, Shmuel. the poor Shmuel guy. His name he is his, said his he parents. Oh, oh, <laughs> Shmukhagarem. Karna got cursed twice. Once by Rav and once by Shmuel. Now this is the first time the famous Rav and Shmuel, this is the first time Shmuel sees Rav in his life. And he says, come to my house. He realizes that he's sick. And he takes him to his house. He feeds him barley bread, the famous, the famous, the fish with the, with, the, with the flour. It's a terrible, terrible mixture. You have barley bread, and fish, and beer, and guess what happened to his stomach? But he refused to give him a bathroom. He should have tremendous diarrhea. In other words, it should, it should cause everything just to, to be relieved, and then his disease will go away. It's interesting that Shmuel felt, I guess it was part of the, the healing process, not to tell Rav, or maybe Rav wouldn't accept his healing, so he tried to sneak it in, he gave him this kind of thing and then, by the way, I'm not giving you a bathroom, you have to figure it out. To do this kind of thing? Let it go, let it go, and then, oh, wow. Anyways, Rab was not in a good mood, he already, he had with Karna, he's suffering from all the, the seasickness and this whole thing, and, and Karna's holding him up, not letting him go to the bathroom, asking him questions, Shmuel's doing his shtick, Lied, Rav Amar, so he cursed. Man the person that caused Mitzar, le'lukmulei b'nei, he shouldn't have sons. V'chein hava, and he was cursed. And this is, it just says it like this, but this is, a saw it for all of Shas. this line right over here, because of what happened here, Rav later on learned that Shmuel tried to help him, and he felt bad. He felt bad, because of him he never had Boys, we know that Shmuel had girls, and one of them married Rava. You know the whole... So Rav always, even though Rav was older and more chosher than Shmuel, he constantly tried to give him the covet. More covet than himself. There's a, there a famous gemara in Baba Kama that they, Rav Ravasi and, and Shmuel and Rav, they were going into a bris, and they had a fight, who should go first? Rav said, you go in, and, and there was a, another story with, a, with a, who's going to be the Rosh Hashiva, in Bavel and Rav refused to take it, he gave it to Shmuel, even though he felt because of the story. And what's very interesting to me is that Shmuel suffered three times such a story in Chas. And in very similar circumstances with, the, with his children. One time, the famous one is when Shmuel was not sensitive, his father said, let's, there was a, there were a couple of girls that were captured, Jewish girls, and Shmuel's father said, let's, let's put a Shoymer so Shmuel says, Why did they need a They were months with these guys. What? Another few hours? What's going to make a difference? And he said, Would you say something like that about your daughters? And sure enough, Shmuel's daughter was captured in the famous Isigiyaira story. And then another time he wasn't sensitive and his brother gave him some sort of curse and he lost one of his children. But kids are, it's just, it's interesting that Shmuel, the same person, three times. So this is machlaikis. How do we know this concept that we do mila today? Why? In that place. You don't need to come on to this kind of learning from Arla. You can't eat fruit for three years, and that's similar to Tamila. To, to, to Zachar, it says, a male. It's that place that you can see what a Zachar is in, in a Nekeva. Yeah, you could write tefillin on, on deer skin. So here comes the chiddush. You could write fill-in on a cow that dropped dead, or a cow, let's say, that you know is going to die that year. It has some sort of ailment that's going to die, and you shekht it anyways, but you're not allowed to eat it because it's a treva, but you're allowed to write tefillin on its skin, on the hide. That's a chiddush. Some a major daff full of tefillin. Have this guy. It's parishes, in case you weren't familiar, you have to tie, or not so much a knot, but you have to put, some people hold it's even a knot, you have to tie a string around each parasha. Every parasha gets a string. So, where do you get the string from? Vinikroch is besarim from its own here. Animal here. Vinitfar is kosher animal here. Vinitfar is begidon. And when you sew. The actual bat them together. It's with the sinews of a kosher animal. These <laughs> two, you can't write fill in on a lion's skin and not on a, a pig skin. You're not allowed to write tefillin on that. And certainly not if the pig drops dead. That's Pashat. Uh, if you can't write it, if you shechted it, or I don't know how that works, but okay. Yeah, because even we said, a, the Goyim don't even eat animals that just drop dead. They like to shext, they like So there's, there's something more moos about an animal that dies. And certainly, and you can't use their, their sinews and their hair, all that. We're very familiar with the Tzdukis. Batoisi is the the, the partner of the Tzdukim. There were two Talmudim that went off the derech. One made this Tzdukim and the other one went But we, we don't really hear much about them. But anyways, one of these guys, Batoisi echad is Shua Garsi. He has alor agarasi. How do we even know this halacha? Hashem it has to be something that you could eat, and a pig is not something you eat, lions are not something you eat. If, it has, if it's something that's mutter to eat, you can't eat an a cow that dropped dead. So how could you write fill in on a cow that died? O my I will give you moshel, and from the moshel you'll understand. Two people were supposed to die. The king himself, a comes and kills somebody. The, the, the guy in charge of killing, the executioner. Thank you. Yeah, who, is Who's more chashav? The dead two dead guys. Who's more chashav? A dead guy. So too, who, who killed this animal? Who killed this animal? Who killed this cow? Not a human being, so a has even more chasivus than an animal that than a cow that a shaykh had killed. Is Rabbi Weissishan probably somewhere? Says the Gemara. Oh, it's so chashev. So eat a because Who killed him? You're right. It should, but the Torah says you can't overcome a positive in the Torah. Oh, ooh, great pshat. I love it. Says the Mishnah. Now we continue on to other melachas. Ma'abed. Tanning. Ein oisim helmi You can't make salt water on Shabbos. Aval oisim mei but you are allowed to make salt water on Shabbos. You hear the shaila? Ein oisim helmi. You can't make salt water on Shabbos. Aval is mei You could make. So what's going to explain? In other words, you're allowed to make a little bit of salt water. A small amount ben One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life was in New York. They have that famous store, Pomegranate. They were selling before Pesach, mei melach, ready-made salt water. If somebody doesn't want to take the salt, important it water, it's ready-made. You can go to take the cheroses, the salt water, you have everything. So, anyway, mei melach, true thing. Mei melach, v'toyvav ben pitoi. Are you allowed to do? No, no. The Kiddush was it was only like $6.99. It was, not much like a cheap, it was one of their cheapest items. So you're allowed to take it, dip your bread in it, and you're allowed to put it into your tafsh. The Gemara is going to explain what he's talking about here. There's no difference between a lot, a large amount, a small amount. The Gemara comes out in the that it's also. Whether it's a small amount that's still us it's ma'abed, you're tanning, you're 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 salting something. Just like you know, one of the one of the of, when you of have hide. One of the chemicals you put on is salt. So this is salting. And how do you do? How, what's the process of making salt water? It's not pashit. You need ingredients. Nois en The oil cannot come at the end. You need. Because if, you, if the oil comes at the end, then you have really good salt water. It mixes up nicely with the water, water and salt. So either you put the oil in first, then you put the salt in the water, or you put the salt and then the oil, but you cannot put the oil all the way at the end, because then it's gonna be really strong. It says, What's going on here? Could you make salt water? Or you can't make salt water. So when you read the Mishnah, First words, help me That's meruba. That's a large amount. Avolai says, may a you let make a small quantity. What does that mean? They that could eat right now for the suddo. Enough for the sudo," says the ran. Even Rashi is much more like that. Fine. So you're saying that you're allowed to make a small amount. Was he coming to say no? Even a small amount is Asr? Or he's coming to say even a large amount is mutter? Omer Rabbi Yehuda Lahatir, what he's trying to say is that everything is mutter. Now Rabbi Yehuda is gonna go bye-bye. Everybody's gonna gang up at him and say no, the Peshat is the opposite. Mitla Iktani Rabbi His proof is from the fact that it doesn't say Rabbi Yehissi is he's coming to be matter, even a large amount is Salt. Um the Rabbah tani melach if you, Put the oil all the way in the beginning somewhere. Then it's muter. So it seems like Rabbi Yossi comes to aser not to be muter. Yes, in fact, Rabbi Yossi says any amount, even a small amount, is aser. Lesser every amount. Rashi explains: you take a broken vessel. Why broken? Because that's the derech. If you want to pickle. Your vegetables, you're not going to waste your khashava kalim on it. You find some broken clique. But the point is, you're not allowed to make pickled vegetables on, on chops. You're not allowed to add a lot of salt, salt water. You're allowed to do something very minor. Oh, now here's the riot. Comes with Yossi and says on this day, they're allowed to make a small amount. Other people are not going to see the distinction. And the end of the story, everybody holds. It seems like besides Rabbi Yehuda, that Rabbi Yossi is coming to answer any amount. How do you do it? First, he put in oil and salt, or Oil and water. Vactually, don't put in the water and the the water in the salt, and afterwards put in the oil that is not good because it'll be a really strong salt water. Chazon. Now they make the, the salt water very strong. What does that mean? Any type, any amount that an egg would float in them. When I come home today, it's going to be not a nice scene because I decided to do an experiment before share. So I took a cup of salt and I put it in, in one-third water, two-thirds salt, and I mixed it and nothing was happening. It was just salt. So I, I was sitting there like this. I was trying to learn. and mixing and mixing for 10 minutes. Nothing happened. So I figured... It's probably because it's not hot. I have to put it on the stove. So I, I ran to the stove, I put it up, nothing happened. The water boiled out, it left a lot of salt. So I don't know, if somebody knows how to do this kind of, uh, how, how do you do two-thirds salt, one one-third? Uh, maybe Rabbi Schoenberg knows how to do it. Probably today's salt, you can't even do it, it has to be a different salt, I don't know. I was just trying, I, I figured we have to do some show and tell. bring some salt and see if the egg floats. Could you do it for less than two-thirds, what? Himalayan salt. Himalayan <coughs> salt? What, that's what they had in uh, Bavel. you think? <coughs> that Himalayan salt in bubble. okay. Huh? Oh, fi- we have to finish on time today. Yeah, it's Rish Chaydish. We have to finish on time every day. Therefore, I propose that we start to share at least the emails like three minutes earlier. Whoever doesn't want to listen, great. Besides, whatever, the people on, online could listen. But, what? But doesn't chakras end like se- uh, seven-ish? What a- no, not on Rish Chaydish. I don't know. Omer Abbo, so lemai Abdullah, what do you do? What do you do with the salt water? Why do you need such a thick uh, concoction? Omer Abbo, to make fish brine. What do you do with fish brine, Rabbi say? No. Very good, Live, Lavi Chat, what I was talking about. You throw it on your shivcha. No, when you get mad, you have to throw it on your shivcha. <laughs> That's why we have a younger man in our share. What happened to that other guy? We have to get him. Alright, you know the guy on the bike. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You now let us salt up a radish and an egg on Shabbos. Says Rashi. If you look at Rashi, we don't have time, but Rashi says, Three or four pieces. Only a radish Only a radish is also. It's not so good for the egg. So In the beginning I used to salt my radishes. It's not very good for them. It's much better when they're nice and sharp. Putting the salt ruins it. It's not a big problem. It's not tanning. It's the opposite of tanning. You're, you're, you're ruining it. That's not a they would, they would salt piles of these radishes I wouldn't salt it. it. says Rashi. What does it mean salting? So I have to understand how come over here Rashi says two and before Rashi said three or four. But I definitely would dip my radish into the salt. I wouldn't salt it, but I would dip it into the salt. These three things, an estrog, radish, and an egg, without their outer shell, meaning an estrog shell, a radish uh, peel. Egg is referring to the egg white, not the peel, because you don't eat an egg with a peel. If you didn't have these three things, then it wouldn't be dig- it wouldn't the body wouldn't digest it well. So you need an egg white in order for the body to digest the yolk better. No one has ever drowned in Yama Melach. It seems like what he's trying to say is that. Wood does, people don't drown, they don't don't sink, but wood does sink. That's how he understood him saying, No, that's not what he meant. It never sinks in any water. Person drowns and sinks in regular water. That's what he meant to say, that he's not going to sink. In zdoim. Who cares whether zdoim is very salty, people can't drown. What ramification does it have on Hilcha Shabbos? Ki ha says the Gemara, the Ravan haveshokal vahazachari, the Rabbi Yirmio. They were walking agudu di yama de zdoim on the bank of Yama Omer lei. Ma'olem mimsheh mehanemaye b'shabbos. So we have the famous problem of doing refu on Shabbos, shchikah samamonim. People are going to think that you could grind on Shabbos? So could you wash your hands with Yam water? Is it considered a refuel? People do it, right? They they wash their body with the stuff. It's very healthy. Amalei domi Yeah, it's not a problem. Why? Because it, when it comes to shchikasamimanim, it's very dependent on what other people are going to view it and what other people are going to think. Says the Gemara. Ooh, this is very painful even to describe it. But it's, what if, can you put this stuff in your eyes? It's like the most painful, I don't know if you ever went to Yom El-Milk. if a little bit of that stuff gets in your eye, it's all over, game over. Could you put it in your eye and blink, open, and close your eyes? Like a refuah. I guess if it's necessary, this person has a cataract. And this is the, the refuah, you do it. Omale, Zule shamati. So, this might be a refuah. People might see, look. Akoponami see from here, the Gemara is trying to describe the the... Salinity of this water for Rafu and Shabbos. So it's an Avkamina. That's the Avkamina that we're talking about. Shamati, I heard something similar. They both heard this. This is important. This Nakuda. They heard it from Shmuel's father and somebody else, Levi. So they either heard it from Shmuel's father or from Levi. Khad Omar. They both said one alacha, We don't know which one said what. Chadomar Yayin ayin is considered medicine to put wine inside an eye. Agava ayin, but on the eyelid, on top of the eye, mutter. The Chadomar, roik tofel, spittle, that's from a fasting person. Look in the art scroll, he says, This spit from a fasting person has potassium, some cyanide, something, gewaltigous stuff. It's very, very healthy. I'm saying like a guy wrote a book about refuahs from the... And he says this is that it actually has a higher level of these chemicals when it's nice and fresh in the morning. I'll prove it to you that Shmuel's father said this halacha, not that halacha. He was talking about the wine one. Why? If Shmuel said a halacha, where did he get it from? He most likely got it from his own father. So A person could have bread soaked in wine and put it on the on his eye like a compressed. People are not going to be khoshish and that's Rufur. If he's saying halacha about wine in the eye, he probably heard it from his father. Let's say that's the halacha he heard from his father. The problem is, about spit. Roik tofel, I feel like You know, i put it on top of your eye, even on the eyelid. So again, you're going to tell me that he heard it from who? He probably heard it from his father, no? But if he heard it from his father, then both halachas came from his father and neither of the halachas came from Levi. That can't be. Levi didn't say any of them. Rather, we don't know which one. One wine and the spit, one of them is from his father, one of them is from Levi. Now this is a very, very important Allah of Shabbos. It comes like four words, and if you don't stop for a second, you might not notice that there's a very important yisite here. You can take this kiloyrin, which is a paste, that you put on your eye. It's brought throughout Shast, this thing they used to put it on their eye. Some paste on their eye did something for their eye. You're not allowed to do it on Shabbos. However, if you soak it before Shabbos in water, that's okay. Why? It looks, it has this red color, people are going to think it's white. The point is, it doesn't look like Shrika Samamana. So Memeila, what? A lot of halachas are based on this. Let's say you want to take that, uh, that pill, a fasting pill. Easy fast, whatever it is. You want to take Tylenol. If you dissolve it in water before Shabbos, and you, that's not a problem. You're allowed to drink it on Shabbos. This is where they get it from. This line right over here. If you do this before Shabbos, and it just looks like regular water, looks like wine, whatever, that's not a problem. The problem is doing it on Shabbos. And he sees him blinking his eye. He put it on his eye and he started blinking. This color. In. That mamish looks like rafuah. People see you blinking; that automatically turns it in to rafuah. Please send me some of your special kilorin. So he sent them back. I will send you. Don't worry; it's coming in the mail. Why? I don't want people to say that I'm stingy. So. What does that mean? It's it's not a good thing when people talk about you. They shouldn't say you're stingy. for whatever reason, I'm not gonna say why, only Menachem knows. I started singing this song in the middle of the Spanish yesterday. The the like I said it 20 times. You don't need to come on to my special killar. All you need to do is wash your eyes out with cold water in the morning and then your hands and your feet with hot water in the evening and that does the same job as Have a wonderful Chodesh, have a wonderful day. You see this dog is not a kosher fire right? How can you write trilling on the on the skin of a dog? Dog?